afternoon. I'm Kimberly Price and on this episode of The Bulletin and Beyond, I call my Deputy Editor Rachel Houlihan to give a rundown on the coronavirus pandemic and to talk about how the standard is managing in this time. Sports journalist Brian Allen then gives us a rundown of all the sporting headlines and I called Warrnambool golfer Mark Leishman in Virginia to talk about his training during this time of uncertainty. We're beginning today's podcast episode with our Deputy Editor, Rachel Houlihan, who's going to talk us through the coronavirus headlines of the week. So, Rachel, where are we at at the moment? Well, we are up to, we have seven confirmed cases of coronavirus across the southwest. That currently uh, relates to, we've got five positive tests we've confirmed in Warrnambool and then two in the Hamilton region. So, just because those tests have been confirmed in Warrnambool, it doesn't exactly mean that all those people live in Warrnambool. We do know that there is one positive person who resides from the Moyne Shire and another one from the Glenelg Shire as well. So we're up to seven. Unfortunately, the reality is that, yes, we probably will, as this next week comes, be reporting on more positive cases. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and how are businesses in the area going? I tell you what, it just changes day to day. It must be so tough for small businesses and big business too. People are just very confused and they're so unsure. It's been an incredibly confusing time for small business owners and retail workers and anyone actually who has a job at the moment because there's so many uncertainties. Last Sunday, Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews foreshadowed that he would place Victoria into a lockdown, uh, that it would be non-essential businesses would have to close. So that's what he said on Sunday afternoon. However, then the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, had his National War Cabinet meeting and those measures weren't introduced. But many people had already planned ahead and thought that they would be having to shut down or not have a job to go to. Um, On Monday, as we know, cafes, pubs, clubs, bars and restaurants all shut their doors. Um, cafes in Warrnambool, as we've seen, and Port Ferry and across the southwest, indeed, are offering takeaway services, and we've seen businesses really adapt to what's happening and the situation. You know, uh, very unique ways of working that we've never done before, and so many people are out of a job, which is horrifying. We've seen some pretty scary lines at Centrelink, and I'm sure across the southwest, many people are very, very anxious at the moment because. This situation changes day by day and we just don't know what's coming. Mm, Definitely, definitely. It's scary times for sure. And Rachel, what about our business? How's the standard going at this time? That's a great question, Kim. So these are absolutely unprecedented times. The standard turns 150 years old in 2022. So in two years' time, we will have been serving the Southwest community for 150 years. And I can tell you, I've been at the Standard for nine years. This is the first time ever in its nearly 150-year history that the Standard has been produced away from the newsroom. So currently, no journalists. We've got 12 journalists, three photographers, plenty of administration and advertising staff as well. No journalist or photographer is working out of our Kepler Street newsroom. Usually they're busy, loud places that, you know, thrive on collaboration. We have a daily deadline that we always work to. At the moment, the newsroom's a very quiet place. We're all working from home. So 
our journalists don't just live in Warrnambool. We live from, you know, Dixie, Caroid, Kirkstall. That's where I live. We have all got our laptops and our mobile phones and our setups, and we're very, very lucky that we can continue to do our job and produce the paper from our own kitchens, dining rooms, bedrooms, wherever we do. Um, a special shout-out must go to our photographers. They are still going out to jobs. Uh, we've certainly introduced some measures to protect them. Photographers are using long lenses. They're not getting close. They're, you know, making sure they practice social distancing uh, and they're very, very health conscious because what we want to do and what, you know, our aim for the last 148 years has been to do is to inform the community and that's our role and that's something that we want to continue doing. So we need to make sure that we're healthy and safe as well and that's why we have uh, lifted our paywall for all coronavirus stories because we see that this information is very important. It's more than about making money. We need to make sure that our community is informed and that everyone has the information and up-to-date information as soon as we can get it online in an accurate and timely manner. Fantastic, Rachel, and I think now is more time than ever to uh, sort of plug our subscribing. So if you're, if you're liking what you're seeing from The Standard, don't forget to subscribe via our website. Absolutely, that's very true. At the end of all this, we want to have a job as well. We want to continue for another 150 years. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Rachel. No worries, Kim. Look after yourself. Yeah, you too. We have our sports journalist, Brian Allen, here to talk us through what's been making news this week. Hi, Kim. Yeah, um, there's been plenty of news, um, despite it obviously being a very interrupted um, period of time for sport, but... Uh, yeah, uh, the top of the list, Reed Oval. Um, yeah, that's uh, hallowed ground, uh, the place where we play Hamden and uh, the Warrnambool and District League Grand Finals. Um, yeah, it looks like that will be off limits to footy and, yeah, I suppose, netball grand finals if uh, the footy and netball season does return and is extended. Um, that's because of the developments that are being done to the Reed Oval. So I think our reporter, uh, Katrina, uh, Lavelle and she um, heard from council this week about that. Uh, meanwhile, Warrnambool Paralympian Catherine Ross, um, I had a chat with her this week and she's relieved that 2020 Paralympics uh, has been postponed. And uh, they were due in uh, I think it's August, September in Tokyo. And uh, thirdly, we've got the Southwest export, uh, Sarah Wall. Uh, she was a top netballer in uh, Australia, she's imploring uh, local uh, Southwest netballers to take up free online netball classes, which are being offered by Netball Victoria and her business. Obviously, coronavirus continues to dominate our headlines, and unfortunately, that means a few sporting events have dried up for our sports department. But Brian, you've uh, spoken to one of Warrnambool's highly credentialed online gamer who expects the sport to grow exponentially am amid the pandemic. Billy Thompson, who plays Counter-Strike Global Offense, what did he have to say to you? Yeah, it was a great chat with Billy, Kim. Um, so, yeah, uh, Billy plays Counter-Strike Global Offensive, which is uh, shortened to CSGO. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's um, it's a very popular game. There's a thing called Steam, so that's spelled S-T-E-A-M. And Steam is basically like a library for online gaming. Um, you and I could just go on there and have a look. Um, so what's happened is basically Steam has had um, yeah, 
numbers have skyrocketed for that service. It's um, had its most ever. It's gone up past 22.5 million users. Wow. Yeah, including just that's how many concurrent users there are on it today. Mm. Uh, and that's sort of been consistent this week. So that's the Steam service overall. And then its most popular game is Counter-Strike Global Offensive. And, yeah, that's obviously Billy's game. And uh, Counter-Strike has um, also had its, you know, top numbers. And um, that it's uh, surpassed 1 million concurrent users. And that's um, also, just looking at the stats today, that's what's happening. There's more than a million people playing, I suppose. So, um, yeah, it was, it was great to chat to Billy. This is a guy that's... He has played in the Mountain Dew League, the top division for, uh, for Counter-Strike uh, Global Offensive. Um, his team, which was made up of players from around Australia, they've, um, they did quite well in the recent season. I think they're in the, the top few. And, um, you know, they've got a high rank in terms of, um, you know, Australian players. And uh, this is a team that trains during last season, which was late last year. They trained 6.30 to 11 p.m., um, Sunday to Thursday uh, night. So, can you imagine that, Kim, uh, training for uh, you know a game like that and putting so much time in? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they, they, it's a huge commitment. They put a lot of work in. And um, anyway, Billy's just um, you know been uh, someone that's come out and said that basically he thinks that the online gaming and or rather e-sports, electronic sports, are going to, you know, basically be booming um, during this uh, coronavirus pandemic. So, I, I, you know, I thought of the footy and netballers and all those sports in the southwest that have um, been postponed or cancelled. Um, you know, could they, could they pick up the online gaming and um, be part of that community for a while? Mm. What do you think? Well, definitely. We had Wii Sports. Maybe there could be like Wii Footy or something like that that goes into the online gaming world. <laughs> well, you know what? Like, and it, I don't know if this is too far fetched. I kind of want to explore this more with the um, the gaming community. Is what what could we do? Could we have some sort of Southwest? Um, I don't know, some sort of footy game or some sort of sports game that might bind us, like with all these people that are out of the um, you know real world sports. Could we? We set up something where, you know, maybe you can join your club as part of this online league and um, play some sort of game against each other. I think that would be exciting if we could get something together. Definitely, and even have spectators come and watch as well, whether they can tune in online. The question's out there, Brian. We'll see if we can get some answers for you. I know, and Kim, just on that viewing, there is a thing called Twitch, uh, another thing you can just Google, and um, basically that's where you can watch people play these games, and that's, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's a thing. So, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a bit to be excited about in that area. Definitely. Have you gone online and played any games, Brian? Oh, look, just talking to Billy, as I said to him at the time, I was pretty inspired by um, the chat and um, going onto the sort of Steam website and those sort of things check out these numbers. Um, look, the, I guess uh, the verdict's uh, not out yet. I'm, I'm going to have to, you know, just have a bit more of a think about it. I haven't invested that yet, though, so who knows, maybe. Fantastic. I might have to join you there, too. <laughs> yeah, 
Definitely. And Brian, it's also been a pretty exciting week in sport. Um, you guys have launched a new podcast for subscribers. Can you tell me a little bit about what you're doing each week? Yeah, this is a new initiative and a, yeah, one I'm really excited and passionate about. It's just um, a podcast where each week we talk to a football coach at the moment, but um, I think we're pretty open to, to that extending, um, you know, to netball coaches and players, etc. But uh, it's basically a chat about like what a, kind of a hot topic of the week or that sort of thing. So obviously the, the topic is really the coronavirus and how we um, navigate this current situation, but I guess when the football season does come back into the play, there'll be obviously more um, of the nitty gritty uh, usual topics that you, you expect to hear about. So um, it's, it's had a great start. We had Ben Walsh, the Kalora Nura uh, football coach, uh, Premiership football coach from last year, come on this week, and um, we've got Matt O'Brien from Warrnambool uh, Football Club coming on, Football Network Club coming on. Um, in this coming week. For anyone out there that's looking for their footy fix, they can subscribe and um, have access to this exclusive content, um, which, yeah, allows them to hear from the best thinkers in uh, the game. For anyone out there looking for their footy fix, subscribe to The Standard and get access to the main break. I spoke with Warrnambool export Mark Leishman in Virginia in the United States of America about how he is planning for the U.S. Masters when its date is uncertain. Yeah, so we're, um, we're definitely off until the, at least the 21st of May. Okay. Um, so the, the Masters is off. It's possibly going to be in October, November, December, uh, sometime around there. Um, but I guess you're just going to try and stay sharp just by... You know, doing doing what you do. You know, I'm just going to try and keep practicing a little bit. Um, particularly like the last or the first bit of the year, I've been playing quite well, so I kind of want to keep playing golf uh, just to keep those good vibes going. Um, so mostly just trying to play where I can, mm-hmm. um, keep my short game sharp, just chipping and putting. Mm-hmm. Um, my son's gotten into golf, so he's. At, makes it easier for me now that he's done that. I'll, you know, go out and play with him and don't really have to be around uh, anyone else. But, mm. um, yeah, just trying to, to do all that stuff that's where it's safe, I guess. Yeah, definitely. You know, are you able to go out to, like, a golf course are you, or are you doing it sort of in your backyard? Um, we've played, we played a couple of times this week. Um, I've got, you know, the, we, we, we live on a golf course, actually. So, oh, great. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I can I can go out there and do a bit of practice. Um, we've got a pretty good area out the, in our backyard that I can do stuff there. Um, but it's kind of uncharted territory. We don't really know what what's going to happen, how long it's going to take to get back out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a matter of, I guess, trying to, not that there is many positives in what's happening at the moment, but, um, you know, trying to find those positives, um, you know, spend as much time with the family as I can, which I don't generally get to do. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of the time I'm, I'm away from them. Um, so spending, you know, whether it's one, two, three, four, who knows how many months together, but just try and enjoy that time and, mm. and make the most of it. And um, just make sure that when the tour does start up again that I'm, I'm ready to go. And, um, you know, you got to try and stay on top of it. You know, it's pretty easy when you're, 
stuck in your house to, I guess, um, you know, you can put on a bit of weight or whatever, and I've got to be trying, trying to be careful with that, just stay yeah. in, in good condition. Um, so I think that's the biggest challenge for me. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And going back to your form earlier this season, what strategies did you put that down to, or what were you doing? Well, I did some good work with my coach mm-hmm. late last year. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of made a decision in the middle of last year to, to try and um, stay in better condition physically. And um, yeah, early in the year, I just felt like I was better prepared. Um, yeah. Partly because of that, and um, I guess you know having that side of it good, you know, mentally you're probably a little bit stronger as well. So uh, it was a combination of both. But yeah, I've just got to try and keep that going, Um, not let things get away from me. And you know, apart from golf, um, what else are you doing to sort of pass the time during this uh, lockdown or isolation period? Yeah, we've been. Outside playing with the kids a lot, you know, I've, I've heated the pool in the backyard. That's, oh, great! That's warm, so we're, we're out there a fair bit. Um, we, went, we were playing hockey in the driveway today with the kids, so that that, uh, that keeps you on your toes. Um, all the all the American sports, um, <laughs> you know, ice hockey. Well, that was ice hockey that wasn't on ice. But, yeah. Um, yeah, doing that, um, and then you know this time of year, you know, the spring, everything starts growing, so. You know, as you probably know, I'm fairly passionate about my grass, so I'm, I'm, I'm cutting that um, a decent amount and just trying to, you know, trying to keep everyone around the house looking good, just being yeah. like a normal normal person, really, just um, doing stuff that, that everyone else is probably doing Yeah, you're stuck at home. And obviously you have a pretty big base over here in Australia. How are you going in terms of, like, the travel restrictions and the border restrictions and things like that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's different. You know, mm. my mum and dad are over here at the minute, so, um, you know, they're looking at where they're, well, they're trying to get home at the moment, mm. looking at where they're going to fly into, and um, if they land in Sydney, can they get to Melbourne or Warrnambool? Mm. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've seen all that. We haven't got border restrictions here yet, but it's, um, you know, with me, my base being over here, it's kind of... Um, I don't have to worry about that stuff too much, but it's, you know, it, it is worrying when you, you know, obviously you want to spend as much time as you can with your family, and, mm. and if they can't get home or they can't get back over here to see us later in the year, mm. you know, that, that's a bit worrying too, so it's, um, yeah, it's a, I guess it's a little bit of a stressful time, but, um, yeah, like you, you look at what our grandparents and all that went through with the World War, um, I guess that's kind of what you've got to related to not not comparing this to a world war at all but um you know they they had to go and fight for their their country and we just have to stay at home kind of got to put things in perspective a little bit don't forget to subscribe to the standard through our website for all our stories and features we acknowledge the traditional owners of country the gunditjmara people and the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. This has been a Warrnambool Standard production.